I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Well, holy hockey gods, Doug. Preseason hockey is here and gone. The Kraken fired right out of the gate. They went 4-2 and two in the preseason. Um, we're going to dig into it a little bit more, but uh, looks like my dark horse candidate for the roster, Riker Evans, I think he's legit, but the staff says no, so he was sent down to Coachella. Uh, so blew up my roster guest there, but it really didn't matter because they brought Sprung back in the preseason, and uh, he ended up signing a two-way contract, and uh, spoiler alert, he made the roster. So my my whole roster guest got blown up right there, no problem. But I love me some Spronger, and he's already producing, so... Um, what about you, Doug? What's your big takeaway from the preseason? Well, yeah, I'm totally excited about having Sprung back out there, just firing on the net. You know what I mean? That's what you like to see him. Right off the bat, though, I'm excited to see the official return of Turbo Tanev to Turbo. the lineup. His tenacity is something the team sorely missed last season with his torn ACL injury putting him on the sidelines for most of the season. I'm seeing some of the chemistry between him and Morgan Geeky, so I've got to make a note of that. Another thing I've got to make a note of reluctantly is the newly introduced mascot for the Kraken, Bowie. Here's my two cents. I'll have about a hundred bucks more for you about this in the next several episodes, I'm sure. But let's start with my first two cents. Here's my first impression of Bowie. Because of the troll under the Fremont Bridge, this is somebody's clever idea that never should have come to fruition. The resemblance to the toy troll dolls from the 1990s, of which were the subject of a movie sometime in the last decade, is uncanny and slightly disturbing. At first glance, I personally would have remained without a mascot if I were the GM. <laughs> yeah. As far as my Game 1 predictions... I'm going to hold my breath that Donato and Beneers are on the same line. I'm comfortable with my picks, even if they will be wrong. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll add a few things there. First of all, Tanev, so excited that he was full go. I mean, you could tell he's, he's out there pushing it. Everybody's um, talking about him. Yeah, I hate so, to jump on the bandwagon of people that are talking about him, but everybody's talking about him. <laughs> well, you just didn't know like how he was going to look and if he was going to be fully ready to go. But, I mean, he looks like he never left. So, love me some Turbo Tanev, and it's going to be a fun start to the season. We'll see if he, if, if he leads the team in, in scoring over the first month. But um, He definitely like drives the team. Like He gets them going. And that's something there's like, you can't, you can't, that's one thing in like the stats don't show, right? If you got a guy out there that like gets everybody going, you want that he might, he might not get the assist. He might not get the goal, but like he is probably out there getting everybody where they need to be. 
Yeah. Well, and when you have a couple of those guys, it really helps the energy of your team as a whole. And I think we kind of saw that this preseason. Definitely. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. So excited about that. And then, it's, yeah, as far as Bowie's concerned, you know, there's a lot of grumbling in my house. Uh, my wife is, is, is uh, <laughs> you know, not a not a huge fan, and she keeps saying she'll learn to love him. For me, you know, it, you know, I think you bring up some good points, um, but ultimately, like for me, it's That's all just it's first about impression. the hockey. So first impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's gonna evolve, and I'm sure it's gonna get to a place where everyone's like, yep. He's our you guy. Gotta be, you got to be awesome to just come out right off the bat in a town like Seattle and expect everybody to love you. Everybody in Seattle kind of stands in the corner the, with their arms crossed. <laughs> for the first, the, like, the Seattle cold shoulder or whatever. The yeah, Seattle yeah. freeze. That's yeah, what yeah. It's Definitely the Seattle freeze the Seattle on that freeze, guy. So, yeah. We'll see how he deals with that. You know, if he hypes up the crowd and the kids love him and, you know, it's a good time, I'm mostly there for the hockey anyway. But, uh, yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, let's uh, let's dig right in here and hit the maelstrom for the preseason breakdown. The maelstrom, the maelstrom, the maelstrom, the maelstrom. What a preseason it was, Doug. Four, I, it was like four and zero. Oh. I was like the first, the first couple games. It was like the first two. We had like two. Three to nothing victories. Is shutouts, that what it was? Yeah. Shutout. Two shutouts in a row. And I was like, I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. Well, until that final game, Grubauer hadn't allowed a goal. <clears throat> it was it was an amazing preseason for the guys. Yeah. I think a lot of I couldn't believe building. it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um so but I, I I do got to say that final game gave me some flashbacks. Grubauer, you know, that last five minutes, Grubauer throws a puck in right into some other dude, go, bounces off of him and goes into the net. Then you have, you know, total collapse at the end of the game. Then McCann scores. Calgary, though. It was Calgary. No, it wasn't the Calgary game. Oh, no? Calgary, we lost that oh, the game. game. That was the game before that. It was the game. It was the final game of the preseason. It was very last game, you know. And as far as momentum is concerned, but then you know it was like an epic collapse. McCann scores a power play goal to tie the game, and and then I hate to bring up the most dangerous ninety seconds in hockey, but they come right back in less than ninety seconds and score the game winner. You got to pull Gru, and everyone's like, I just was like, oh, that feels very familiar. <laughs> totally brutal, but. You know what? I think that's kind of the apparition of what we saw. Preseason know, is, is kind of like it's like it doesn't matter, right? It it does, but at the same time, you're kind of like they're just throwing they're throwing everything at the fan and seeing what gets by and sticks. Right? Totally. And, and so was... and so, like what you, what we saw with all those wins and like. Some of those seriously amazing plays is is more than you would have expected at the end of last season. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're miles ahead of where they were. And you know, the caveat to that game is it was you know it it was a dress rehearsal. It was mostly guys who are are going to be playing, and it was um, 
the Edmonton Oilers, and it was their top line that did all the damage. It was Dreisaitl, McDavid, and Evander Kane. And those guys are all superstars in this league. So, you know, we held them off for <laughs> as long as we could. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't enough. Uh, but I think, like I said, that's kind of the the exception to the rule of what we saw this preseason. A lot of good chemistry uh, between these guys. And uh, I think they're miles ahead. And I think Gru is in a much better place. I think the new goaltender coach... He talked a little bit about it and the stuff they're implementing has really helped him. But he's settling in. You can tell he's like seeing the puck. He's fluid movement, you know, not guessing and, and uh, not, you know, overthinking. So if he plays like he mostly had during the preseason, you're going to see a lot more wins this season. Yeah, it's a shame that Drieger is going to be sitting on the sidelines for the beginning yeah, it's important because the Martin Jones experience might not be that fun, so Gru could be called on to play a lot more games this season depending on how Drieger's injury uh, and timeline works out. Yeah. Well, any other uh, big notes from the preseason? Well, I remember seeing – let's see, here's what, here's my big notes. Donato's tenacity is is – it seems like it's off the charts compared to last year. Not really. I mean, he scored the first goal in the inaugural season. There's no reason not to expect him to produce now. But in the preseason, I saw him with an overtime winning goal and with an amazing wraparound. Yeah, that goal was something else. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's he's on fire out there. And yeah. I think that, you know. No, you better not turn the other cheek on that guy because he's going to come through. Right. I remember when we were, you know, worried about him, but and he ended up signing, you know, after he didn't get that initial. Yeah, a guy goes on. Yeah, I I didn't think that we were going to end up having him this season, and I'm really glad that we're we're coming through with him, and it shows right now watching in the preseason. Totally agree. Well, mine are all kind of. My big notes are all kind of defensive. Um, I think there's an overall bit more of a swagger to this team, but on the defensive side especially, um, Dunn just looks like he's in midseason form. Borgen is solid and angry. He just plays with this level of anger that you're like, dude, he's going to break one off in somebody, which is, you know, he may not be the flashiest player or a huge offensive threat, but he's solid. Um, yeah. And then Alexiak, you know, he was kind of a little bit to me felt like a kind of like a gentle giant out there last year, but this year he was crushing people in the preseason and, uh, skating hard and laying people out. And yeah, now that they got Schultz up next to him, he's, he's, I think that he's feeling the pressure to get out there and, you know, show that he's, he's top D man. Right. That's what competition does. Iron sharpens iron, man. So most definitely, um, most definitely. I yeah. noticed some serious chemistry between Tanev and Geeky. Like I said in the introduction, those two guys get out on the power play and on the penalty kill, and it's it's magic. Yeah, Geeky just has like a, a mentality of like where to be around the net, and Tanev just 
he doesn't stop. You know what I mean? He's a grinder. He gets out there and does the work. Right. He's gonna he's gonna get that puck out, and then he's gonna find you if you're in in a position to to score. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then yeah, Larson. Oh, and then Flurry. You know, we we bag on Hackstall and how he doesn't like the flurries, but it was kind of a surprise. He beat out Kempney for the kind of the seventh D spot. So Kempney's, if he clears waivers, is going to Coachella. Um, and I kind of had it flip-flopped, right, in my pick. So um, good for him, man, um, to to stick on the roster. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. You know what? Martin Jones and Joey Decord. Like, the fact that we don't have Drieger and that Rue has those two guys backing him up is, like, it's, it's it speaks volumes. I mean, it's they're just miles ahead. It's great. It, like I said, with two shutouts in a row in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. That's, that's what you like to see. Yeah, thank goodness Decord cleared waivers, though, because otherwise that it would be pretty thin at goalie so he did make it to Coachella but I'm sure we'll be seeing him up uh up soon and then you know I think we'd be remiss if we didn't kind of mention Berniers I think he put in a lot of work this offseason said he gained 10 pounds of muscle um, Berniers is a beast that right? guy is gonna be him you know what he's gonna be the backbone of this team for, for the sure. foreseeable future four goals in four games uh, finding himself in the right place, doing the right things. He's just a goal scorer, you know? That's the they same thing that we saw from him at the tail end of last season when he came in was one point per game. Yeah. And one one point per game is pretty dang good. Yeah. And I agree with you. Riker Evans is he, he's solid D-man. I don't know what they're doing with but it's like when you look at the lineup, it's like who are you going to take out to put him in? Right. Well, I, I, you know, I think I think we'll see him. I think we'll see him. Injured, he's coming up. Mm-hmm. I, uh, he played solid. as soon as somebody can't play, he's going to be out there yeah. for sure. And then I would say, right, you know, Shane Wright, uh, Ron Francis has kind of made it clear that he is going to be playing the whole season, which uh, we kind of talked about and said that that was probably the right thing to do, especially if he's not really going to gain very much from playing down in the minors where he can no. really up his game. But I think he's probably in a place where Berniers was last year. And you you see he's there, but he's not he, – he's just like a step off, you know. He's like we'll one see, step slow. We'll, see in, the first, too we'll much. see in the first half of the season, first quarter of the season, how he, how he uh, develops and produces, right? Right. I think, you know, you watch him in the preseason and, it, you know, he didn't produce a ton, but he was solid. And yeah. I think that's what you're going to see a, a, a lot, you know, moving forward, especially early in the season. And he'll just get his legs. And then with a full off season next year, I think if he does the same thing, commits himself, adds a little bit of muscle, um, then, you know. I mean, you, you put probably, guys like Burakovsky next to him, Everly, Jordan Everly next to him. I, he yeah. could see a lot of points coming from Shane Wright this season. We'll just see what happens. Oh, I, I, oh, I think he'll he'll score points. I think Berniers is probably going to lead the team in points, though. Um, Ooh, that's a that's a hell of a prediction right there. Yeah, well, take it, take it. Uh, yeah, who else? No, Jared McCann. How about that? 
I I got Jared McCann. You guys gonna be a good up. Uh, <laughs> Maddie Benita. and Burakovsky. I think you know, especially oh if that's goodness. the line, the top line. You know, he's a goal scorer. So any one of those guys. Um, the team is deadly. The team is looking deadly. Right. Well, maybe we should uh, hit him with uh, the current roster after the preseason. Yep, yep. Game one is just a few days away here on the 12th against Anaheim, and we'll see how close our uh, predictions were. Yeah, our line predictions go. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to be right on the money, seeing as how <laughs> some of the guys aren't even on the line anymore, and we got Spronger up in there. But still. Right. So... Who else? You know what? I saw Jordan Eberle out there. He seems to be struggling to find his stride. Yeah. So keep an eye on him because when he does, I I really honestly think that he's he's in the zone to like put more points up than Jared McCann does. So yeah, you know if you look at last season, I think the inter- so these are two things that I kind of saw. Last season seemed like when he would slump or whatever, he was always looking to like pass the puck and distribute, and he has a good eye for that. And so you could see Wright getting a lot of goals from Eberle if he's trying to like feed him the puck. But eventually, you know, goal scorers score goals, and you just you find the back of the net, and that's what happened with Eberle last season. The interesting thing with I've been seeing with McCann is kind of that same thing trying to build chemistry with that line and i've seen mccann a lot more like distribution of the puck trying to find yeah. veneers or find barakovsky so it'll be interesting to see like who leads and assists and how that all starts to work out that's uh, for sure because yeah, definitely i think both of those guys mccann and eberle are good distributors of the puck and uh so everyone can score too, and like oh, obviously yeah. McCann can score. He was like top scorer last season, but like Jordan Eberle is a good hockey player. He can put the puck on the net for sure. A couple guys next to him, and it's like you can't go wrong with the lineup that these guys have. So I'm excited. Who did I? Let's see. We've got Carson Coolman. Who's the guy? Max McCormick or something like that. Max. Do you know who I'm talking? He was reassigned. To Coachella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did he looked good in the preseason, but he blew that one breakaway goal. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. That, sometimes probably, that's the difference. He man. probably regrets it. I would. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so we've got but guys that look good. Cole Lind. Yeah, and he still he had to go down too. You know what's yeah. crazy though? The only person we lost was Hellberg. The goalie. Uh, I think he was, See, Magnus. Yeah, he was Magnus playing by Wow, his pads were so fire, man. I, uh, he looked I liked good. him. He looked real good. I was at the game, and I was, uh, you know, we've got the chant for Gru, you know. Gru! And so when he was yeah. playing, I was like, hell yeah! There was a guy behind me who started yelling, hell boy. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Hell boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. He did not survive the cuts. Well, well, you know, you, you know, sometimes the magic works, sometimes it doesn't. It worked for Donato and Sprong, right? Not right. so much for Magnus Helberg. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when 
we start calling some people up. Like, if somebody does get injured, say, and Riker Evans gets called up, do you can you send him back down? Can you risk yeah. putting him back yeah, down I the waiver can. wire? I think you can. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. It all depends on who's injured and what's up. Yeah. Well, just you know. No, I think the team has so much depth, and like you know, so many guys that are like ready to prove themselves. You got two full teams here. I don't. I don't see it looking any worse than it did in preseason. Yeah. So we'll just see. Anaheim Ducks on two days from today. Right. Well, let's uh, break down the 24-man roster, as it were. We got Berniers, McCann, and Barakovsky. Winberg, Gord, and Bjorkstrand. Shane Wright, Schwartz, and Eberle. Geeky, Tanev, and Carson Kuhlman. Carson Kuhlman. And then you got Donato, and Donskoy, and Sprong. And then on defense, you got Vince Dunn, you got Larson, you got Alexiak and Schultz, Borgen and Susie, and like I said, Fleury beat out Kempney. And then, of course, you got Gru and Jones. The caveat here is that it's got to be 23, and we've got 24, um, but Schwartz is day-to-day, and Donskoy hasn't played since, I think, the second preseason game, so... Probably one of those guys is going to go on IR, and that'll get us to 23. But when when whoever it is is back, it's going to create, you know, somebody's out. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Sprong, I think, of anybody on this team, played his way onto the roster for sure. And is he going to continue to produce like he was in preseason and force the coaching staff to be like, well, we got to keep him. So then it's like, is it Donato? Is it Donskoy? Is it Geeky? Like who? Whew. You know. Well, I think Carson Coolman would go before any of those guys. Oh, you think it's Coolman? I like him. Don't get me wrong. Love the dude. But I think before Donato or Geeky go, it's got to be. I him. think Cool Coolman is the dude. Nice. I mean, it's not nice, but I. I uh, I, that <laughs> the way it goes. That hadn't hockey, really crossed though. my mind, which. Mm-mm. I think it's a that's I a, mean that's a good call. So, and I think he just goes down to Coachella, right? Sure. And then and then somebody decides they have the cold, they have a flu, mm-hmm. and then Riker Evans comes up, <laughs> or somebody else who's just as good, right? I mean, like they've got so many guys that can come up any t- Anybody's not feeling good, you're going to be. You're going to have someone right behind there to fill in their shoes, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But uh, I, um, as excited as I was for the first season, I'm way more excited. Like, seeing these guys in the preseason and the way they were playing and just that chemistry, that spatial awareness of knowing where people are, the speed of the game was a lot faster for them. So, um, I really think they're going to go to the playoffs this year. That's what I said. I was just I, honestly, I, I think that. that they're gonna hit the playoffs like second year, that right from the bottom of the barrel right up into the top sixteen, easy peasy. Yeah, I'm with you. It's amazing. Like 
this is something I just like started thinking about how like it's it's weird, right? You've got a team that you they just can't win. They just can't friggin' can't make it happen, right? Yeah. And then you take one guy who you think is one of the best guys on that team out of the equation. He like hurts himself. And then somebody else comes in, all the lines change, and the chemistry of the whole game flips around, and all of a sudden it's like it's not even the same team you were just watching sure a couple of weeks ago because one guy goes out so it's like the way that in the preseason they flipped it around from one game to the next like you didn't see two guys play two games in a row i don't think i think they like switched they swapped the lines so much that it was like there were a few whoever, guys but yeah <laughs> for the most part whoever played monday Right. If there was a game on Wednesday, the guys that played Monday didn't play till Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you get to see like a lot of the talent that they've got to showcase. And I think that there's a lot of teams in the NHL that got something to worry about right now with Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, Edmonton is going to be tough all season, I'm sure. And Calgary, they won the division last year, and those are the two teams that beat us. Um, but we think, didn't beat Vancouver last year the entire year. Yeah, well, I think that is going to change. <laughs> we already beat him. We beat him in preseason. I know. Those are the games that don't count, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> yeah, I know that doesn't count, but now, now let's see it happen in real time. Oh, right? yeah. I don't think it's going to happen the way it went down last season. No, no. That's our rivalry, dude. When you can drive to the game, you got to beat teams like that. I want to see <laughs> Seattle beat San Jose and Vancouver just lockstep all throughout the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we take care of business in our own division. We find ourselves in that fighting for the top three spots. I think, you know, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, we see like the guys like Vince Dunn and Alexiak step up, which I think they will with guys like, you know, Schultz and Borgen and Susie right behind them stepping up. Yeah, Larson, they got competition on their own team, so I think that I think that the GM is doing the right thing with who they're picking up, and we'll see how it goes. Absolutely, I think uh, we gotta. Got to mention the Furcus Circus, though, before we get out of here. I uh, I got to see him play in one of the games, and, you know, it's not a surprise that he ended up, you know, getting sent down, but he's got that energy, too. He's got that kind of, like, Tanev board energy. It's only a matter of time, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, it'll be, I think, He's got you know, chemistry with Susie, and then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got guys like Donato and Beniers have chemistry, and then you have guys like... Furkus coming up with with Carson Susie and and the chemistry that's obviously de- developing between Tanev and Geeky, like you get stuff like that going on, and your team just gets tighter and tighter. Right. Yep. And everybody knows where to be. The puck just goes right on the tape. That's it. Yeah. So no Furkus Circus this year, but it won't be long. Nope. Definitely not. It might not be before. You might see him out there halfway through the season. Maybe. Maybe. 
We'll see. I'm not as sure about that as I am about Riker Evans. That's for sure. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I agree there for sure. Well, any little last nuggets of truth and hockey wisdom before we get out of here? I don't know. How many shutouts did we have in a row? How many shutouts did we have in a row? I feel like it was three. No, it was, it was, it, maybe it was two. It could have been four. Could have been four. <laughs> it damn well could have been four. <laughs> it was a lot right there in the preseason. It's like a shutout. I feel here's my tidbit, right? You could win a preseason game, or you can shut the other team out. <laughs> right. Well, and it just tells you. And what did you, we do? We shut them out. It tells and they, you, like, they, the depth, they swapped right? the goalies out, right? They had yeah. they had the goalie. They had Grew playing the first half and Jones playing the second half, or however they split it up. But whatever they did, it didn't matter. None of them goalies let a single puck in the first couple games, so. And that lends me to kind of say more about like the goalie coach, right? Because it's not just one goalie; it's all the goalies. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. improving. Things are looking good. Yep, yeah, for sure. Well, my my little nugget is uh, the Mariners, man. The Mariners did it. They made the playoffs, and they beat Toronto. No way. Yeah, they beat Toronto, so they are on to. To play the Houston Astros in a five-game series, so um, twenty-plus-year drought. I saw some crazy stat. It was like seven thousand-plus days since the Mariners last like played in a playoff game or something like that. Holy um, moly! So, you know, congrats to uh, the Mariners and their and their fans and everybody in Seattle is just going nuts. So. Um, pretty cool. So yeah, next week, next Saturday, we got a hockey game, a Mariners playoff game and a football game, uh, all in the same weekend. So holy cow, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a busy time downtown. People are in trouble. Yep. Stay safe. (laughs) Well, we cooked another one. That's, uh, always a blast doing it. Thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, sitting around talking hockey with us. Um, May the Schwartz be with you. Always. We'll uh, catch you for the next episode real soon. Real soon. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows. And the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.